in a format where people try to always be right, we're comfortable being mostly wrong. Hey there, and welcome to Mostly Wrong, episode 11. I'm Matt Lucas, and joining me tonight is Ryan Lewinka. Hello. Uh, basically, this used to be solely a gaming podcast, and we decided we wanted to just run the gamut of anything we're interested in. Though, in the future, the subject is going to rotate. It's never going to be a set format. It's going to be whatever we decide we want to talk about. It's funny that I start with that preamble, but we're going to still talk about gaming this episode. It's just the way things work out. That's what kind of we're most passionate about. What we're, we're gamers by nature, so it's kind of like what we spend a lot of our free time doing. So is gamers like nurture versus nature? Do you feel like you emerged from the womb with thirst for... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I emerged with uh, probably an Atari controller at the time, maybe a Pong controller. That's a throwback <laughs> reference. Yeah, it's a throwback. Only elite gamers would know that. But... um. You know, I thought since it's been a little bit, I wanted to like delve into a little bit about what our particular tastes are. Um, you and I <clears throat> have kind of diverged over the years. Like um, we have a different set of experiences and circumstances that led up to like the way we play games. And I was curious, I was just going to ask you a little bit about what's your, as of right now, what is your preferred uh method for playing a game do you are you a pc guy do you prefer to play on the console it kind of shifts back and forth like um i tend to be uh, i would call myself a focused gamer where i like to if i i find a game and i stick with it for a pretty good amount of time Mm -hmm. whether it be if i on the xbox sometimes i stick to like console specific so i'll pick a bunch of xbox games and or if i get into like playstation like last year i got into playing a whole bunch of playstation 4 games like back to back to back for like three months Mm -hmm. and um like this year was you know three months doing the mass effect trilogy so like and then doing a bunch of other xbox games uh right after that but then now i'm on my PC a lot because I'm really into playing Guild Wars 2 so it kind of fluctuates but I don't tend to be kind of a buffet gamer where I just take a little bit you know and play different games throughout the week and you know a little little game of here a little piece of that you know I tend to Mm -hmm. be really focused on one one specific game at a time it's very hard for me to go multiple games you know in a week or in a day yeah i'm the exact same way i am 100 percent focused one thing i'm curious about is what's like a comfort game for you what do you go back to if there's not anything that or is it a thing that you go back to a particular game and play over and over when there's kind of a hole even though you probably have thousands of steam games and just games it, in general it would be something like um that i can almost I don't want to say like mindlessly play, but some kind of like um, game as a service, whether it be an MMO or so like the like division, 
Wow. Yeah, looter almost came. Yeah, like uh, I got like sometimes Diablo three just kind of grinding out loot sometimes. Yeah, yeah division one. and just like um, you know killing a bunch of whatever and getting that kind of like dopamine hit of the new next new shiny. You know, of like mm-hmm. building new builds and all that kind of stuff. And so um, coming going into discovering. It feels like discovering Guild Wars 2 for the first time is um, interesting since it's been out nine years. And then um, being able to level characters and uh, explore that world essentially for the first time because it's been like Warcraft all the time. That was my go-to, like if I would go ebbs and flows of expansions and... Um, different patches, and then I'd go play other stuff, and then I'd always come back to check the to see what the new hotness was. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was kind of my I'd always kind of, you know, if I wasn't doing a linear story or to like some sometimes I dabble in first person shooters, but um, it'd mostly be linear story stuff, and then I'd always fall back into kind of those looter games just as like a comfort. And that's probably spoken for like the last 15 years of your life for the most part. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I was always I mean, curious, like, because I feel like I've always been, <clears throat> I very rarely engage with the service-based games. I played World of Warcraft um, and have had, you know, we both have had our issues with it. And so that's on pause for now. There's always a yeah. chance they'll like write that ship, but it's got, you know, it gets, it gets its hooks under your skin, right? Because even does, even yeah. if you're disappointed with the game and you're not excited about it, you still kind of think about it. It's almost like that. Oh, X, yeah. It's like an X that got away, maybe. And I am the metaphor isn't super apt, just because like I don't have that specifically with an ex girlfriend. But while mm-hmm. being a thing that I'll stop playing, but I just have that lingering thought about, you know. And it's not like there's drastic changes, but there's just that intangible aspect that kind of calls you back to it. And I don't know if that's just the uh, the addictive quality to it, like the unhealthy part of it. But well, I, I'll what really actually helped me curb that surprisingly was um, watching. You know what I, I talked to you, a, I think a month or so ago, about the stories and actually um, watching the stories in YouTube videos. There's a a YouTuber I watch where he puts together really great story videos for Warcraft, World of Warcraft. And do you know the channel name off the top of your head? It is Novel eighty seven, I think. If you just look up Novel N O B B E L, I think mm-hmm. it'll come up in YouTube. And he is a great. Um, he presents all of the lore videos for Warcraft in such a great way. And he did the latest patch, uh, nine point one. Mm-hmm. in such a progressive way through all of the different um, story parts where I got to experience, I felt like I got to experience the entire story of this current patch, or yeah, this 9.1 patch without playing the game. And so I didn't feel the need to go and re-up my subscription and log in and play. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad idea. It's something scratch the itch because part of the problem you've had with wow is like you don't really find the actual moment-to-moment gameplay all that engaging anymore right 
it it it's okay like it is the actually i would you're absolutely right because the choices they've made and there's been a lot of po posts on uh, reddit and articles about this where the developers have really taken away agency and choice from the gamers where they want you to log in every day they want you to do to play their way you know to get you to log in to do the dailies to do the daily grind you can only get there's caps on things there's a time gate for everything seems like you're just like you can't play the game that the player wants to play you mm -hmm. know you have to play the game that the, the developer wants you to play and Mark and I have found that in Guild Wars 2, there is so much player choice and agency. Like, we can literally, it feels like we can do almost anything. That there's so much choice in the way that we want to play the game. It is so refreshing to have, like, to see that the game has been developed in a way that we can do anything that we want, it feels like, so far at least. It's still early. So, when you say you can do anything, you're saying. It doesn't feel entirely linear. You're not feeling like you're being railroaded or on like that. What, what's the they call it a theme park? Um, yeah. MMO, like yeah. On, yep. On rails. On rails. Yeah. yeah. And we are we are not at the end game yet, so mm -hmm. we're still working through the story progression. Um, but I would just there's I would almost compare it to like the cookie cutter builds in World of Warcraft, like you mm -hmm. know. You get to a certain point in Endgame in Warcraft, and it almost feels like there's one build. You go get the best in slot gear, and you know, for like a mage, you know, a mage only has like probably either like a staff or a sword and an offhand or something, and maybe that's it, you know, for the raid. And then you get, you know, all your equipment and your best in slot trinket, and that's it. Well, Guild Wars 2 allows you all different types of weapons that you can play with the professions. And so you could have a staff, you could have um, a great sword, you could have um, the the weapon combos change the your build and change the style of play. And so it just feels so different that even at an end game, the you could go choose a different weapon and it changes the way that you play the class. Right. So the choices feel like they matter to you at least now superficially. Yeah. You've been playing what, like a month or two at this point? Yeah. We, I think he got, he, he's been, Mark's been probably playing since the middle of August and he got me into it right before Labor Day. So I think it's probably been about six weeks now. All right. Well, it's something that I've dipped into a little bit, but I can't even really speak to it. Um, I did, I liked what I saw. Um, I find myself kind of the opposite of the spectrum of you. Like I was desperate for something to play. And then Deathloop came out and then it kind of reinvigorated. I have this whole um, immersive sim streak to me where I just want, you know, not like a uh, Assassin's Creed sandbox, but like I said, a Hitman 3, um, a Metal Gear 5, you know. Dishonored. A, a Dishonored where you can kind of pick your way through a level and yeah. interact with systems. I like kind of immersing mm -hmm. myself in this Rube Goldberg game design where 
you know, there's consequences to the, all the actions I take and you can kind of cause chaos. You can dip in and dip out. And there is no, <clears throat> since it's linear, a lot of the progression in it is you've already maxed out your skills. And there are other builds and things you can try, but it's a much smaller pool of things. So for me, the joy of it is the gameplay. It's, it's like pure gameplay. You know, it's enjoying the moment to moment traversal and the abilities that I have because they're finite. And I like that there's not necessarily a level progression that's directly tied um, that I'm chasing because I actually I have this really bad problem of chasing it at the expense of my enjoyment. So it's like the MMO problem for me is I'm chasing that end game. I want to get to max level. I want to get the best gear score I can get, you know, for a, a casual, just not proficient game game player and I psych myself out about it and it takes away all the fun for me and I found that when I let set that to the side I there's a zen thing like I don't know if you've ever played clicker games do you even know what that is like on mobile yeah okay so yeah I've played a couple for me like a big one's like cookie clicker I don't necessarily like it but um MMOs fill that that hole in my heart as far as somewhat mindless but mm-hmm. um, enjoyable, like especially the leveling experience. I like okay. you know ticking up a level and just kind of like grinding through the mobs and watch the bar go up. Yeah. And there's a somewhat zen thing. That's why I wanted to go back to WoW and then yeah. realize that yeah, still not happy with what it's doing. So Guild Wars, based on what I've looked at and based on everything you've mm-hmm. said, it seems like it respects your time, which is surprising especially since it's free to play you'd think there'd be a more insidious element to it like it tries to sell you things on the periphery but it's not in your face all the time so those are really just they're like um the stuff that you can get from the store that you you buy money and you get the gems and the gems allow you to like you know expand your bank and expand your inventory or like you get three build slots to save like your custom loadouts for your character. And then so then, you for want, example, like, you pay free, for more build slots, right? That would yeah. Be... So like it's you get you get some with the free to play, you know, and the, the expansions and like you know you, you pay for the expansion, but even the free to play version, you get some of those. And then if you want more customization, you pay for that, you know. And it's mm-hmm. if there's a shared inventory, and I think even with the free they give you two slots and then if you want to like expand that out so your characters have this the bar at the top of your inventory every all your characters can access and like so if you have like 13 characters you have this shared inventory that they all you can put stuff in without going to the bank so it just it's convenience right so like that's really the way, like and a that's shop what's should so be. great about it mm-hmm. yeah it's it's just it's paying for convenience and like customization stuff right so the first thing that Mark and I bought was this ticket. It's a permanent um, ticket to the airship, which uh, it's basically you teleport. Um, it's like 10 bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you basically teleport to this airship, which has all of the prof- all of the uh, crafting vendors where you can train. And it has the basically the auction house, the trading house, and the bank all in one small location. And so that just seemed like a really convenient thing to spend money on because 
if you ever needed to craft or buy something or just have a quick like centralized location to do that you know it was right there you know and then yeah that sounds good and another thing that's not related directly with that but core more of about like the player respect about their time yeah is the fast travel system is actually fast oh yeah so yeah World of Warcraft, a big nitpick is you take those flight paths that are uh, oh not God, optimal. Wait 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Of real world yeah. travel time, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so the waypoint system, they were like, hey, we live in this fantasy world with portals. And you just like, you click on a shrine and you're instantly teleported across the world. Like, it's magic. You exactly. Know? It's like, it works. So in, yeah. It's, in World of Warcraft, you easily do a cutaway. They could say, I oh, mean, yeah. portals exist and they could just remove flight paths or they could just do oh, a yeah. wipe and say, you're taking off, you're landing. You know, yeah, it's literally exactly. nothing but a time sink. It's, it's fault. You know, it's just and extending so the game. What has been, I've realized playing this game is night and day on how much that arena net completely respects my time as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to circle back real quick. I was thinking about something about you mm-hmm. talking about being challenged as a gamer um (laughs) the guild wars 2 has jumping puzzles and when you go through the story after you complete an instant story you can replay the chapter to complete it to complete achievements in the chapter so you you do the story chapter and mark and i were finding this when he came back to go with me through one of the story chapters and he started getting achievements I was doing stuff and like I killed one of five of these one things that we were in at once and he got an achievement for killing five of the things at once. Hmm. And so it's, and when you get all of it's a master achievement, you get like um, a piece of really nice gear when you do that. And so there, and I think like some of them are like, you know, um, if you're a thief, you know, being able to kill without being detected, you know, uh, being able to kill without dying, you know, there's lots of ways that the game challenges you to another level that um, I don't, I think WoW does too with their achievement system, but it feels like ArenaNet with this system and being able to replay the story, there's the instant story chapters and also in the, in the actual world, having all these jumping puzzles mm-hmm. that, I haven't tried yet, but I'm sure that's going to be incredibly frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> well, are, do you enjoy like 3D platformer stuff in general? So, yes and no. Like, it is, I do find it frustrating, but at the same time, the determination and satisfaction when you complete like something, you know, and, and reach the top and unlock it, mm-hmm. it is fun. And there was one that I had to do. Um, because there is a mount that you get in the game that is a rabbit and it can jump really high as a spring jump. And so it, it's a way to reach some of these uh, points because um, it was the second expansion. So you can go back to previous zones and reach areas that were previously unreachable with this new mount. Hmm. But one of the areas... Um, it dismounts you. And so you have to kind of like climb up these, uh, scaffolding area by yourself. And I was able to do that. So what are there? No flying mounts. I thought I'd seen people there, flying. There is, there's a gliding mount and then there is a flying mount. Okay. That, uh, after you finish the living world season four, there's a way to go get an actual flying mount. 
nice so are you on the track to get that or is that pretty far down the road yeah once we once we once we finish the uh whole entire story we'll be on track to get it okay there's a, a stranger among us is there oh hi creeper <laughs> welcome in the shadows yeah Lurking we've only been uh, on here a few minutes so well i guess more than a few but still been about 20 it's all right yeah i didn't think you'd actually make it in i didn't think so either but it worked out <laughs> well it's dark outside they can't play soccer in the dark so i think there are, are lights we have the technology there are no lights what are you talking about? so what was the verdict <laughs> Who won? Oh, the other team. So oh, they're okay. Done. So this was all for nothing. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they put up a good. They put up a good <clears throat> fight. That's so. good. What, what was the final score? Um, two to one. Okay. Oh, Tip- yeah, that's pretty good. Standard yeah. soccer score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, Ryan and I were talking a little bit about Guild Wars again, so kind of doubling back on that. <clears throat> Is there, I don't know, I hate to put you in the hot speed seat immediately, but is there anything you're wanting to say to kind of reiterate about it? Because your previous comments are lost to time. <laughs> um, Maybe just, only- how about this? Do, do your pitch. We're not trying to sell this game. We get no kickback from it. But for somebody that might be on the fence, somebody that like prefers World of Warcraft or any other game, like what would you say is the, the primary uh, reasons to switch over like dip your toe into this experience well i could tell you that it's pretty much consumed my uh gaming life lately okay it's pretty pretty much all i want to do when i have time to play games is to play this game i've tried breaking out and playing trying other games but i always just gravitate back to it so why what do you think what about it (laughs) (laughs) uh well that's what i was getting to okay um faster the (laughs) no pressure (laughs) um no i think for me it's the the combat is really good in this game i really enjoy um the abilities and how many you know your abilities are tied to your weapons and i and then you have your own like um profession abilities and you can swap those out on the fly. So every time you change a weapon or change a, uh, a weapon set. So on the fly it, means literally like mid, um, mid-combat. Mid-combat yeah. with like a mob. Yeah. You could immediately sw- swap styles, basically. Yes. Yeah, then there's a, once you do that, there's a cooldown, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you can, you can do it once per combat. Is it, is it 10 seconds? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. So... Yeah. It allows you to get do some weird and interesting combos. Okay. Because um, you could go from dual wielding to a staff, like in my character's case, and then then switch back uh, ten seconds later. But all of that is, for, and then it's I don't know. It feels more fluid. Well, isn't it got- the gameplay? Because I played a very little bit, and I should know more than I do. But do you feel like it's more of an action RPG in that sense because of like the dodge element to it? I would say it's a hybrid. Okay. Like it's not a pure action RPG. You know, like yeah. um, 
not like it, Diablo or anything like it's not that fast. Right. Um, because I, there is because the, there's a cooldown on the dodge and the roll, you know. Um, and you still have cooldowns on your abilities, right? Just like in, um, it depends on wow. which one, you know. And there's like you typically your one ability on your button on your button one is an auto attack kind of, you know, and it goes for, you know, so you can use that all the time. And so yeah, Mark, like on button two or three is a pretty quick cooldown. Do you yes, feel man. like you're just more engaged overall in like? in all the gameplay elements that you're not just sitting back and pushing a button and watching an animation. You feel like you're more actively engaged. Is that kind of yes. the, the appeal? Yeah. <clears throat> because with wow and like final fantasy or the tab targeting, mm-hmm. you, <clears throat> you're basically kind of locked in, right? Mm-hmm. So you tab, it, you pick a target and you're locked in on that target. Okay, obviously you have AoEs and stuff that can affect multiple targets, mm-hmm. but for the most part, you're locked in on that, that single target. In this game, <laughs> just even your basic like auto attack can hit multiple targets. As long, and the cool thing is, as long as your character's animation of them swinging the sword passes through a mob, it, it will do damage to it. So it's like so actual he, collision detection as opposed to whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even now, know what. Care, how does WoW work? Through. You know uh, what I mean? Like wow. how I I don't yeah. know how to describe like that combat system where you're kind of like locked into an animation. So theoretically, in this one, you can also cancel out of one move into another, couldn't you? Like one would um, because of the dodge, uh, because of the tab targeting and the lock. It's it's a locked targeting system. You have to like you have a singular target with the targeting system in Guild Wars. You, it's kind of like almost like a cone. You can just like you can you know you have glancing blows, not necessarily glancing, but you can just hit anything in front of you. So it's almost so like D and D rules. Like if something's in yeah. an enemy square, there's going to be like effectively not friendly fire, but exactly okay. yeah, cleaving, yeah. cleaving. Yes, cleaving. That's the right term for it. And yeah. so it works to your disadvantage also when the enemies attack you because they'll you can see that they have a cone on the ground as well that you have to dodge out of or else you'll get okay. by that. Yeah, yeah, that like that just makes it a lot more interesting. I think that I was mm-hmm. underestimating like that element. I act- I didn't actually pick up on that when I was playing it. Yeah. It, that's it just, why the action cam is now that yeah. I've like gotten so i've gotten used to it it's like it's hard to ever play another mmo like i i've thought about trying new world but if it's tab targeting i don't know well i don't even know if you can get into that one right now it's state that one is not tab targeting it's more like eso and because you can actually um there's parrying and dodging and blocking so have you actually played that i know we're on guild wars 2 but i was curious no, I have not. I'm we, kind we of waiting. We're gonna we're gonna wait for a bit. For yeah. you know, the you'd almost have to based on what I've read. Yeah, don't want to sit in a queue of twenty five people for five hours. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> not when I could jump right into Guild Wars and yeah. just have fun. So, so. what's the uh, content release schedule like now that we're like nearly a decade into it like do they have stuff on the horizon what's See, that 
that is probably one of the bigger differences um because it's there's no subscription right yeah so you pay one time and you and you have the game i feel like they're not uh obligated to have a quick release schedule like somebody who has like a uh a subscription service they're probably gonna I don't know what their shareholder base is like, you know, like Activision Blizzard. So right. So the last expansion, I believe, came out in 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. is there any communication about another one? Yeah. The oh, yeah. It's coming out in February. In February. Interesting. That, yeah. So you could see that's like a, what, uh, five-year gap yeah but that actually is yet another thing that appeals to me about it because you don't feel like you're going to be scrambling to catch up you have plenty of time you know to work your way through that content and not Mm -hmm. burn yourself out and and in between they do this um they do do story story release called the living world seasons and so like they'll like in between the last expansion and this one the living world season four had what like eight story chapters and then there's what's that last thing in the ice world so i can't remember what the last thing is at the bottom but there's something else after that you know that leads into this expansion so yeah i mean you could either look at it as like a detriment or as a, a negative or a pro um, and I and I had talked briefly a little bit before you got on, Mark, about how much um, we had talked before about how, how much agency and choice that we felt we had as players compared to when we were playing WoW. That there's just so much freedom to do with your character, you know, in your play style, in running around the world, freedom of travel with the waypoint system. You don't have to, like, sit watching a, you know, you're flying on a griffin forever. Right, right. So what I am curious about, though, you talk about the build freedom. Um, in World of Warcraft, if you if you do a suboptimal build, like maybe you still enjoy it, but like you're not going to be competitive DPS-wise on the meters, you know, in raids and stuff like that. I mean, how much of that min-maxing do you think is present in the endgame here, you know, in Guild Wars? Because in- Oh, there are, there are plenty of build videos out there right now for... Most of them, you know, are the um, elite skills. Mm-hmm. Um, elite specialization, yeah. Specializations, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. But, I mean, honestly, um, <laughs> I haven't even w- w- watched one. I, okay. I mean... Well, and I'm kind of curious, like, I would love to check back in. Well, probably won't have to check back in. This is going to be an ongoing concern. So, like, seeing how that evolves, like, what your opinion of it yeah. becomes once you hit level cap with, like, your main mm-hmm. and what that end game content feels like, you know? Right. Like, yeah, once we start doing, like, more dungeons and if we... Because it ready, sounds to me like you're on the, in the honeymoon phase for the most part. Not that it oh, yeah, couldn't sure. stay good. It probably will because it sounds pretty friendly and there's such a low overhead, right? Right. Um, but I am really curious what that end game is going to look like now because it's basically effusive praise on your part. Like, I mean, can well, you can you give me, Ryan, for example, like what is the single biggest negative about the game to you? Is there anything that's like a game breaker? Something that even puts you on the fence a little bit? Um, Not to put you on the spot, but to put, put you on the spot <laughs> immediately. 
<laughs> I'm trying to think of something that I found frustrating. I know that Mark and I have had conversations about stuff that we have found frustrating. And you can pass it off to him uh, if you can't think of something. Well, no, no, I'm like, I no, we 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 had a specific conversation about something that was singularly frustrating, and I just cannot remember what it was. It was just the other day because I was like, if there was one thing that I wish they would do, it was this one thing. <laughs> and I can't remember what it was because he totally agreed. I don't remember what it was either. Yeah, really? maybe it'll come back to me. But so, like, yeah, there are things. Um, Oh, man, um, the the game is not perfect. I mean, no game like this in MMO is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it still has its, its flaws. I think they're um, like we dabbled in the world versus world recently, and I think um, that was a little bit confusing to start out. Um, I started playing. Um, I had some work done at my house on Monday, and so while the workers were here, I was um, able to kind of get in and play for a little bit while they were doing some work. And in the world versus world, I didn't know what I was doing, but like the progress bar was moving, stuff was happening on the screen, I was getting awarded, like chests were happening, like it seemed like things were going well. Mm -hmm. And then... I went back in yesterday for like almost an hour and I ran around and nothing happened. Like, like no awards, no progress, no chess, nothing. And I was like, I don't get this. I don't understand what I'm doing differently. I was doing the exact same thing I was the day before. So I think there's a little bit of confusion on my part. I was asking, asking in the chat, I was like, how does this work? And it seemed like there was nobody in the server at all because nobody responded. So, um, <laughs> well, the thing is, what's yeah. funny about that particular thing is I know that there's like modern games, and I'm it's eluding me at this at this point. But um, the situation is, what they'll do is they will feed you wins or they'll feed you loot immediately in a game like this, like the yeah. first time that you participate in some type of event to induce that feeling of like success and give you like mm. give you the feeling that you'll want to do it some more like oh yeah you know that whole endorphin rush that you were talking about yeah and it's built That'd into it. a lot of especially free to play games where they want to give you that taste of success on the initial try because they know how many people will bounce off if they have a horrible first experience that's interesting. And uh, well, Mark tried it first, though, and he didn't have that same experience. Well, no, that's that's to its say... benefit from my my perspective. Like that's good. <laughs> yeah, I tried it out yesterday after <laughs> Ryan had such a phenomenal go at it on Monday. Just like and I jumped in, and it was like crickets. I was like the only one running around in this huge world. I'm like in this huge open area of the world v world, and I was like. <laughs> what am I doing? So you cracked open the piano and like a moth flew out? <laughs> pretty, yeah, much. pretty much. <laughs> so I was like, eh, I guess I'll just go back to, to doing what I was doing before. But yeah. I mean, granted, this was yesterday, what, uh, 10 or 11 on a work day. Okay. Was so, it before, before the Halloween patch dropped or after? It was after. Because so, so I, I wonder I'm sure if everybody was doing that. that. Yeah, that's kind of okay. what that's 
because last night was the first day of the Halloween patch, so I have to wonder if everybody was doing the the Halloween, the first day of the Halloween dungeons and stuff like that. Wow. So, well, no, the game's great. I'm really enjoying it. You're probably <clears throat> right. This is probably the honeymoon phase, and I'm sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Month. And we'll be talking what's about so great month. about that though is we could totally fall off of it and not have to pay a subscription to jump back in whenever we want. Exactly. Yeah, and the time you spent was still totally worth it because you got your enjoyment mm-hmm. in those moments. So even if it, mm-hmm. you were to oh, never yeah. play it again, it was still a good experience. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and honestly, that is the only reason I am sort of interested in New World because it's got the same model. Yeah, it's 40 bucks and that's it. 40 bucks and that's it. So, I mean, that's I mean, it's that's not exp- you know, that's not too expensive and then it's the only thing you're going to pay. I mean, obviously it is to run around you know, for cosmetic and stuff so i mean yeah even if it's you know not good right now um i mean it, the 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 barrier to entry is pretty low so should be right up your alley matt the only uh character you can make as a human <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> i thought you could make you could make other races nope nope they're all human really hmm. really Yep. Extra All bland, just like stores. me. <laughs> well, I think we're going to step away, segue from the uh, Guild Wars 2 yeah. uh, hour segment of our show. Yeah. And see if like there's anything else you're feeling particularly um, positive about. You know what? Not even positive, negative, whatever. Like, is that it? I mean, is that what you guys have really been focused on game-wise? Well, I mean, Mark's been playing a lot of Phasmophobia still, though. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I've been playing a lot of... I still play that on the weekends with um, my wife and right. brother-in-law. So They That's, came out with a new patch recently, right? Yeah. Like their anniversary <clears throat> patch. Yeah, and they updated all the um, item... Uh, uh, like, they improved all the looks of all the items. So they look way better than they used to so better skins um, basically yeah pretty much yeah okay. so like now the the video cameras like actually have like a the, have a view screen <laughs> right. there's a certain charm like, to that though like the video cameras now don't look like a giant like you know kodak camera yeah uh, now it looks like a handheld camcorder with like an actual the, the led screen out where you can actually see you can see what the camera sees Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. It sounds like they were um, maybe built it out of free assets or um, stock Initially, stuff. yes. Yeah, yeah because it was one guy, it right? Was, it was one guy, and he clearly bought like the Unity like package <laughs> and right. just used all the assets that come with getting Unity. Like the equivalent of buying stock photos. Pretty much, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John, my brother-in-law, said that he was playing the game called House Flipper, mm-hmm. and it's Unity-based. All the houses look exactly like the houses in Phasmophobia. <laughs> Which has got to be confusing incredible. for him. <laughs> <laughs> like the same um, layout and everything, too? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. incredible. The only one he said that is clearly different, and clearly the guys that, uh, that, that make Phasmophobia actually must have designed this house, mm-hmm. was the new Willow Creek house that is designed to have no uh, closets um, or places where you can hide. So the the only way you can hide in that house 
it's trying to hide behind furniture and stuff. Well, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty messed up. Uh, that one, that one's really hard. It's fun though. So, like, are there are there technically closets, but they're boarded up? I mean, what house doesn't have closets? I'm just trying to figure this out. This house like... doesn't have closets. Uh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. It's a game house, so yeah. I mean, I mean, you walk in through the front door. And you're you're coming to like this like little uh, living room area, and there's two gigantic French doors that open into the kitchen, mm-hmm. and then just to the left is another set of French doors that open into the garage. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yeah, that's uh, it's, fire the architect. I think he this was an experiment. Mm-hmm. He wanted to experiment with um, can uh, can you hide successfully from the ghosts when they're hunting without having to jump into a closet or a locker. Can you? Yes, you can if you're uh if you do it right. Okay. Okay. So uh But yeah, that's still a lot of fun and you should get it, Matt. <laughs> eventually. Yeah. No, not eventually. I mean, eventually. Yeah, get it on Steam. What is it like fourteen dollars? Or are they yeah, going like, sale all the time? Yeah, it's like fourteen bucks. Yeah, want to talk pressure. about low barrier to entry? <laughs> yeah, Buy I it can right do now. That. Okay, your Maybe. wife will love it. <laughs> she would. Yeah, she set that weird ghost hunting streak that I just found out about like two weekends ago. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what else you got? Um, that's pretty much. I had a it, feeling gameplay wise. Yeah, because you haven't really dipped back into ESO at all since you started Guild Wars 2, right? Mm, not, not since Guild Wars no. I mean, I still enjoy that game. I'm still subbed to it. Mm-hmm. So um, I I know I'll get back to it eventually because I really like Am I? the story. I might still be subbed to it too. So Mark, Crap. <laughs> are MMOs your favorite genre of game? Mm. Yeah, like what's your comfort game? Oh, go to, yeah. If there's nothing else, do you have something you default to, like you that you traditionally will go back to? Is it always going to be? Ryan said it was kind of service based loot loot games like Diablo's, your divisions, maybe Destiny. Yeah, I think probably those games. I like, I like getting loot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think um, you and ninety percent of the gaming population. Otherwise, they wouldn't be so popular. I mean, let me. Okay, hot take. <laughs> Okay, here it comes. If, if, um, oh shoot, what is the name of the game? I Somewhat crucial. Shot at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing we're not recording. Sea of Thieves. If Sea of Thieves oh. has loot, wasn't no, 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 no. If Sea of Thieves, uh, you can get there. I believe in you. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> if it wasn't so PvP oriented. Mm-hmm. Man, that would be so my jam right now. Yeah, I'm kind of with think you there. That game is so much fun to play with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, controlling the boat, um, and then going around and finding buried treasure. I mean, the game's hard enough as it is with like the uh, PVE aspect, with like all the skeletons that pop up and have like uh, black powder barrels and stuff like that that'll mm-hmm. explode. But uh, to then throw in like uh, a, bu- a ship full of uh, jackholes that just come in like pl- who are 
clearly just playing it to be actual pirates. Um, yeah, but the, so, the the actual gameplay loop of it is so good, and the game looks <laughs> really good. And the, I, the thing, the thing that I keep going back and forth about this game, Mark, is that um, all of the chests that we get, they don't mean anything. Like we bring them back to port. And then oh. what you don't you buy you get gold and then you and buy, the gold is what? only for cosmetics. Ryan, yeah. like the, everybody, the point of the game, the... the point of the game is the friends that you made along the way. Okay, right. exactly. It's the experience. Right. That's what and that now, game is. I know there's people so, out there that will like, you know, because of that they can just they don't care if they get ganked. They don't care. Yeah, I'm not that. But, person. I mean, I feel like so. That's my yeah. point. Is like maybe right. we should try to not care i know it's hard but <laughs> i mean like it, it i'm the same i'm like with you man like it, it when we go in there and like like i the last time I think we haven't played in like two years or something but the last time we went in and we had like eight chests with your brother or whatever it was like and then like those two guys came along and suck our boat we lost everything and then we, I was like, I'm quitting the game forever. This is stupid, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, we just spent but, like three hours getting yeah. all this stuff, and we're like, but maybe, but so yeah, but we spent three hours getting the stuff, and the three hours was the point, not the stuff, right? Correct. Yeah, that's. Just, but it, when you get, <laughs> <laughs> that's the okay. That's probably and I a think that's, problem. that's But that's that's not where I was to two years ago but that's i think where i'm coming to now where i think i could play the game and be okay with losing everything because doing the puzzles doing the the traps and you know killing the skeletons and doing all that stuff i think would be fun even if i just throw the chest in the water and just go to the next island yeah i mean that is the fun part of it with goofing off with your friends launching out of a can launching your friends out of a can yeah and barfing know, all um, over them and then barfing into a bucket well, and throwing it on them. The, the, the tension the tension too of like going to the next island and you know, I always like going up to the top of the mast and, you know, looking over the horizon like is that a ship? No, it's a cloud, you know. It's right. <laughs> that was always so fun. Yeah. So, no, I don't there's know, a lot. But it sounds like you've can... talked yourself back into it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Game Pass, so there yeah, yeah, it, 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 it is no... like Paid for it never, and we could always go back into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I mean, quite I the story arc of you I... working your way back into it. Right, I haven't played it since <laughs> I got my Series X, so I, I I've heard yeah. that it looks really good on even this better on that. The best water tech in gaming yeah, by far. By hmm. far. Um, I mean, uh, man, it's so good. <laughs> I did not know that you were so passionate about that. It's just the the. It's just so it's much fun fr- to play. It's it's the frustration and getting over the frustration of mm-hmm. you know losing everything guess, you work for. Yeah, that's and why. So, I'm well, the thing is, problem. like you you both like roguelikes to an extent. Just look at each run like that. Call it a, ro- a run based game, and you see how much fun you can have until somebody wrecks your shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's yeah, just inevitable. If you look at it as an inevitability, you can't be mad. We could be the wreckers. 
Yeah, that's that's cute, but there's 14 year olds that spend like literally their entire lives wrecking other people. So good luck with that one. I know. <laughs> yeah, so we'd like that's exactly we'd, right. You know, the old badass walk on their ship and they just destroy us. With I'm sure you voices. or we could have our moments where that would happen, of course. And I think <laughs> you know if that was your goal, that would be like the one time you did it out of 10 where other people wrecked you would probably make it all the sweeter. You know what I mean? Maybe euphoria. So. Yeah. So you may have talked me into that a little more. I don't know. Um, you have to get an Xbox first. Oh, there was right. no it's, he could he could play it on the PC. Oh, that's right. It's cross platform. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I would do that. Yep. I'm going to get an, an Xbox again someday, just not now. There was uh, this one time I was playing it. This is a pretty cool story. Uh, they have like a item in the game that looks like a uh, a megaphone, mm-hmm. and <laughs> when you use it, uh, it's basically like it broadcasts out like everybody in the area in the proximity to you could hear what you're saying because otherwise you're just party chat okay Mm -hmm. so i was out collecting uh chickens in that you put into cages to take back to the ports as you do uh yep exactly (laughs) and this boat this this uh boat pulls up right next to my boat like Mm right next to it and the guy comes up with his megaphone it's like uh just here to get the blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> i'm like and then i just get back on my boat and i sail away <laughs> <laughs> but i mean there's uh now i might gotta now i'm gonna have to download it again <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, uh, your your enthusiasm for it's what's selling TV, it to me. Yeah. Like it never seemed appealing to me, but I I feel like just your raw emotion, positive emotion towards it, makes me want to play it. So it, it, it has solving really, the puzzles are fun. Okay. Yes, solving the puzzles, hanging out with your friends, because um, everybody like when you actually dig up the chest. It's satisfying. Hmm. Yeah, I mean you're all working together. Uh, one guy is is steering the ship. The other person's manning the, the sails, trying to keep them in the wind. While another never person crashed a boat. While another person's up on the mast, looking around, making sure that you're not going to run into anything or that's never happened. looking for other boats. Yeah, that's never happened. No, never. <laughs> we don't run into things. Uh, we're p- real pirates. No, yeah, there's um, only rocks everywhere. And then you have another person who's looking at the map, trying to guide you because the map is, you know, down below. And you don't know where you're going unless you look at the map. So, um, I mean, you're basically communi- in constant communication. Somebody's manning yeah. the manning the cannons, making sure they're loaded. And then if yeah, they've captured something great with great teamwork. You know, having yeah. like if you if you pick the big ship, you got to have at least four people. Otherwise, you can't. You know, because I think Mark and I tried one of the big ships, just the two of us, and it was too much. Because oh yeah, like yeah, so we had to go to the smaller boat. Yeah, well, it's not necessary. It's only have a if you have a huge group of people, then it would probably require the bigger boat, right? So yeah, yes, that makes sense. If you have a full four people, you're basically only going to. So is that the max party size? Mm Yeah, three people can do the the large. Oh, boat, okay. No, there's three boats. There's the sloop, oh. which is one to two people. Okay. Then there's the brigantine, which is uh, one, uh, one, two, or three people. Three people. Okay. Mad. Three people being ideal for that one. Mm-hmm. And then okay. there's the um, the, ga- uh, the galleon. 
galleon. That's yeah. that's the four person one, massive one. That so if just the three of us did it, we could do the three person one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And F the Kraken. F the Kraken. <laughs> I mean, I might try it. I mean, we could probably play it on our PCs since mm-hmm. it's on PC Game Pass. Yeah, what I'm doing right now, I, I had to uninstall Steam because I was having some problems and I uninstalled all my stuff, but I'm actually reinstalling right now because of you idiots. <laughs> so I might play this. Wait, reinstalling Steam? Steam like, or- I had to uninstall it because there was some kind of corruption with my external hard drive. It oh. might have had to do something with like the loss of the, our last recording, actually, now that I'm thinking oh, about wow. it. Mm. Okay. But, um, yeah. Now, uh, once you get Steam up, the next thing you need to do is get Phasmophobia. Mm. And then... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'm telling you, man... I'm a big sissy. <laughs> you're with friends. You're not virtually. playing... Don't, don't play that game alone. Nobody plays that game alone unless you're crazy. Right. Um, I, I, I tried once. I know, I and, tried once and too, and only, I couldn't only, get through. Only once. I, I walked through the front door and it was like, nope, and went yeah, right on turn right around. <laughs> yeah, I will try it. Let's see. You said it's 15? Like uh, 12 or 15. I'm just looking for excuses. It's not like I can't afford a video game. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I think it's crazy. How long has it been in early access? Shouldn't it be just released? A year. Okay. It, it'll. I mean, is that yeah, just Steam these days? Access. Is like every game early access permanently? <laughs> uh, uh, that one, I don't know when it'll fully well, release. I mean, keep in mind too when it when he when he released it on early access last year, mm-hmm. it was just him, and Oops. only within the last four, three or four months has he hired three other people. Right. So. I mean, he he was like, I have this idea, you know, it's a pretty good game, and he, he probably just needed some more revenue to get it going, and it worked. So he sold mm-hmm. the crap out of it and mm-hmm. hired more people, and so now it's just cooking along. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It sounds like the Valheim situation. But honestly, oh, yeah. even though I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of houses and buildings to go to. I mean, yeah, you eventually you'll play through them all, but every <laughs> time you play it, it's a completely different experience. Right. So there's. I mean, it's still. I find I I find the loop really fun, and it still scares the shit out of me every now and again. So, <laughs> <laughs> especially now with with all the new sounds, he's really made it even more creepy. Super. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, how you how we doing on time, Ryan? Um, we could probably go another five. 10 minutes or so. All right. We can tie this. Do you have up. anything that I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I almost feel like there's an imbalance, not in a, like a negative way, but you guys, your interests are so deeply aligned with one another. I kind of feel like whenever I talk about the shit I like, it's just, you guys are relegated to just like respectfully nodding. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, those are games that Matt plays, and he sure likes mm-hmm. to play yep. them. <laughs> See, nailed it. So that's that's kind of the problem. Like, yeah, I play a bunch of shit, but there's not a lot of overlap. You know, you and I, we don't play the same things together, and even separately, we tend to. You don't tend to like the simulation heavy games that I play, right? Well, get phasmophobia, then we'll play together. Oh, okay. The solution is to just not play my games. I get it. <laughs> there doesn't have to be overlap uh-huh. for us to be 
interested. No, no, I'm not. I'm not insinuating that like I can't. But I guess part of the thing is I already did talk about what I played last time, and I feel like even though it's lost, you know, there's it's not there. I already talked to you about it. But um, the only thing I'll say is I'll reiterate the Death Loop thing. It's definitely a good one-time playthrough experience. Um, there's only one way to beat it right now and for me i hope that 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 first playthrough is incredibly rewarding it's confusing it's interesting uh the ending's a little underwhelming itself but actually like killing all of the bosses in a row the first time you actually accomplishment accomplish it feels incredible and i hope in the future that they'll introduce dlc where they can actually um do maybe like a randomized version of it where the game will be fixed in such a way to where it can be different through different playthroughs and maybe add more complexity to that, you know, for the people. Cause <clears throat> like I said previously, it's one of those deals. Like it's the mystery novel that you've read and now you know who the killer is. So there's no mystery yeah, left to it. Right. You can, you can appreciate the craft of it, but it would be nice if there was like some kind of remix mode that they'll introduce. And barring that, I would hope that they would introduce like alternate versions of the timeline, maybe different versions of the characters or expand on the existing levels. You know what I mean? Like um, have different things happen at different times of day and night and stuff like that. Just it, it all goes back to the remix part of it, but it's incredibly fun to play. And like I was telling you, Mark, uh, previously, which we did no longer have the record of you know that player versus player element is very fun but unfortunately i think this game just like of most arcane's game is like kind of a flash in the pan um i've heard that people are waiting like five or ten minutes to jump into another person's game because people are discovering that linearity right like they beat the game not playing it anymore yeah and so there just aren't people doing their run-throughs as much and i think that's a shame like i hope that it gets a second life hopefully relatively soon on game pass you know however that's going to work and people will jump in fresh because that is incredibly fun like if you just go watch videos of people jumping in on other games uh, you know there's not much else to say about that but it's a excellent well-crafted game and my plea to like anybody listening to this is to check out arcane games in general because they are all just sublimely crafted you know, I realize for you, Mark, and a little bit for you, Ryan, they got a, they got in their own way by creating a narrative that judged your gameplay style, especially in Dishonored. And I had no problem with it. No, I know you. You leaned into the totally bastard <laughs> super killer, and but the thing is, they gave you the tools for that. It was a mistake for them to put a system that effectively judged that gameplay. They should not give you the tools and then say like, Hey, you might've played this the wrong way. Cause you're a dickhead. Like they shouldn't have done that. And I can yeah. understand. I can appreciate where my Mark got hung up on that because he wanted to have the quote unquote good ending because they explicitly frame it that way. It's not like ending right. a ending B it's, it's like you ruin the world or you save the world. And a lot of people can't get past that. And the whole point about those games is that they're so fun and deep and rich. If you can get past that superficial element of it, because honestly you don't play an arcane game to get to the end and see what that ending is. You do it to enjoy it's, you know, the sea of thieves thing, you know, it's the journey, not necessarily the destination. 
And I know, Ryan, you've seen a few parts in two where there's some like a uh, crack in the slab where you're doing the time yeah. travel mechanism. And I, that grabbed yeah. you a little bit, didn't it? Yep. So <clears throat> and it's something that I would really like to force on Mark <laughs> to see like two levels in particular in that game that I think they would really capture your imagination, just like how creative they are. But anyway, I mean, outside of that, what I did do is I did cave and bought Diablo two resurrected okay. and I've, I think I'm up to like level 13 as a druid or something. I haven't been playing it all that much. The first thing that instantly pissed me off though, is I had it in, I had it in bed the first time I fired it up. And what happened is it was trying to connect to the server and it would not let me play the game in offline mode. It wanted me to link to my Battle.net account. It required it. And I didn't have my authenticator on my phone, my current phone, because I switched phones. And so I couldn't log into Battle.net through it. I couldn't connect it. And therefore, the first night I had it, I literally couldn't play because of that forced bullshit connectivity. And oh I, if, I, if it had been Steam, okay. I would have gotten a refund and said, fuck it, I'm not playing this game anymore. You know, it put an instant right. bad taste in my mouth. And... I got past that part of it. I got it, you know, linked to Battle.net. And the reason they have that is crossplay. So you can play it, not crossplay, but you can play it, keep your progress from the Switch to the PC. So oh, it's tracked oh, through. Wow. Okay. So it's. I wish they would do that for Diablo, Diablo 3. Holy moly. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's a good step in the right direction, but the mandatory element pissed me off. And um, <clears throat> anyway, having gotten into it, like, it it, it is rougher around the edges and i thought i was going to play it in the old mode you know with the uh the bitmap graphics and shit that is rough it is yeah. i i even said how <laughs> i heard i even said like i had played it two years ago on the pc and it was fine and it's like it is not fine it is not fine. no it's not <laughs> it is so hard to look at and i couldn't believe it i thought on the small switch screen that it would like i don't know blend the pixels better or something but it's so it's so uh like the frame rate just feels so choppy and the the visuals are so muddled now due to my uh, high def eyes, you know, my eyes being trained for that, <laughs> that I have to use the updated graphics. And it's funny, like after about an hour of it, it started to feel it was that whole idea of these graphics are what I thought I was seeing then. You know what I mean? Right. They're not incredible, but the fidelity is such a point. Like I keep forgetting that, that is not what the game would look like. And I'd toggle back and it would just be, it would be shocking. I was almost yeah. pissed off because I was like, why is this so hard to parse? And <laughs> if you like Diablo two, if you spent any decent amount of time doing that or playing that game, it is that game faithfully recreated. I love the builds in it. I love the storyline, the voice acting, um, you know, the turn of the century, um, janky cgi like there's a lot of charm in it and it's worthwhile like if you can get past i don't want to punish these people that updated it based on like the acts of their entire company and this is a case where i just have a lot of love for this and nostalgia because mm -hmm. it was like the one pc game that i played for like two years back in 2000 so um it, it's i would give it a recommendation for anybody that has like a deep affection for the game uh, and if you can look past uh, blizzard's bullshit yeah. uh, and then other than that um i played hitman at the beginning of the year 
you guys, I just don't know if you don't have patience for the style of game that it is, but it's a. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what it basically is? Oh, no, okay. I, Mocking me. I see. See, this yeah. is why I don't want to do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, it's an incredible trilogy, and like it's one of those games where when you learn the level, it'll take you an hour and a half to beat it the first time, and then you know it. Once you know that, you could literally beat a level in two minutes. So I love that about a game, and it's got a great sense of humor. It's pretty irreverent. Um, Hitman himself, the agent... Uh, Agent what? Oh my god, I'm talking about this game that I've played like literally hundreds of hours of and I can't remember. Agent 47. Um, he's a savant at all skills to facilitate the narrative of the game. So like in one mission there you're at a fashion show and one of the methods to get close to one of your targets is they're going to meet with this uh this male model and of course agent 47 looks exactly like the male model and if you go on the runway he knows exactly how to walk it perfectly there's another one where you have to kill a musician and he additions for the band and he's like the world's greatest drummer like he's good at every skill that's imaginable and it's kind of tongue-in-cheek like He's just got very deadpan, monotone delivery, and I don't know. It's just very subtle humor mixed with really fun systems. Uh, outside of that, the last thing I played, put a significant amount of time, is The Outer Worlds. Um, you guys said you bounced off that, right? Did both of you try it? I, I, need I, to get, I, I want to do another playthrough again, because I, did, I, did I only got I, like 10 hours or so. Okay. I did another playthrough and got... I think I got about halfway. Mm-hmm. Trying you to just... remember where where I left off at, but I, I didn't. You know, it wasn't because I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoy was enjoying it. I like I thought the humor in that is pretty good. Yeah, I think it's um, really well written. The only problem with that game is it's very. It almost feels like a first time developer's game. Somebody trying to emulate like Fallout Three. It's it. Mm. It's got the same kind of. Um, aesthetic to it but it's just like the budget's turned down by 50% because you can tell the environments aren't huge the textures are kind of muddy and stuff like that but the voice acting is incredible the writing is really sharp and honestly it's it's kind of a light and breezy fallout that's the way I would describe it well it's funny you say that Uh oh. because Obsidian the, mm-hmm. the team that made this game made fallout new vegas back in the day well it's the same team i actually did know that but um that's the thing that's what makes it weird like the kind of weird because it feels like it should have been the game before it almost with like the level of complexity and depth that there is to it it's like the older game was bigger budget and more complex than this current game but i guess they're a smaller studio currently so um, and well, it, now they have the Microsoft money. So well, they do, and they actually have a sequel coming out. They teased that um, a couple months ago, and it looks like it's much bigger in scope. So, anyway, that's that's. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff I played, but they're all in like the same vein. So, kind of open world, sandboxy things like that. I like to get lost in it. So, I know that I blew well past five or ten minutes, Ryan. So sorry about that. <laughs> um, it's okay. Like I was said at the beginning of this, before you jumped in, Mark, I was just kind of setting expectations. If anybody happens to listen to this, um, we're not going to do the same thing every episode. This one tended to be video games. We used to focus entirely on video games. In future episodes, we're going to do other media. 
um, it could be books, it could be movies or television or board games, you know, it's kind of like whatever we're interested in at the time or have something to say about it. So, um, are we locked into what we're going to talk about next week or are we just going to kind of keep that a surprise? I think we're pretty locked in. Yeah. All right. So what do we have to look forward to Ryan? Uh, some movies and TV. All right. So I think we'll probably discuss and, uh, kind of maybe we could leave that for a surprise but that's the general topic okay all right well i think that's a good place to, to call it for the night unless you guys have any final thoughts um, your silence speaks volumes so mark you have anything to say uh i guess i'm gonna play some more guild guild wars <laughs> yeah and maybe and maybe some sea of thieves all yeah, right. I think uh, we may have talked ourselves into Sea of Thieves tonight. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to definitely... So, yeah, I'm going to download it on PC. I think we could all play it on PC, and uh, I'm going to... I think it's going to look great on this ultra-wide. Okay. You can play... It doesn't matter. One of us could be on Xbox, one of us could be on PC, and we'll still play together. Yeah. Remember, it, like... If uh, it runs like shit, time... I'm going to play it on my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any problems running it, on the PC the last time we played. Yeah. So you should probably be, be all right. Well, I mean, it's I got the 4K ultra-wide, so I'm curious to see how it'll look, you know, on this uh, nice monitor. So. Brag. Yeah. <laughs> humble brag. That's just a brag brag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something humble about it. Yeah. But get phasmophobia, Matt. I will. If only for time. the sheer peer pressure element of it. So yes. I just got to figure I, out. I heard some mouse clicks. I think you already bought it. Well, you heard me clicking. I was actually looking for uh, Sea of Thieves because that appeals to me more. But if <laughs> I, if your wife, Mark, if your wife and I and my wife could play together, because it's four people, yeah. right? I yes. think that would be an ideal thing because uh, Ryan, we hate you. No offense. That's fine. But um, I'm, 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 I'm cool with that. <laughs> I, I would say at least the initial time because I I would want to like bring Jennifer into it because I think she would like it. But um, yeah, outside absolutely. of that, then we can mix it up. But I'm honestly more excited about Sea of Thieves because you know three players, just dudes on the open ocean, you know, right? Oh, getting yeah. murdered by oh, yeah. random children. Oh it's yeah, hard. that'll be yeah, so twelve year old, yeah. But um, I guess that's it. So we're going to call it right here. And while we are mostly wrong, we will keep trying to get it right. I'll talk to you guys next time. See ya.
Smother you 